Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hello, everyone. It's me, Sage, your host. Thank you for tuning into the Iconic Dollcast. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of the feedback I've received and just all of the kind words from everyone listening. So thank you so much. Last week, we talked about Barbie, the most iconic doll and toy in the world. (laughs) And today, we are talking to one of my all-time favorite Instagram accounts. I have been following this guy for years His name is Aaron. You might know him as at Aaron Malibu on all social platforms. And today we're going to talk about Barbie and a couple other things as well. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And here's my interview with Aaron Malibu. So Aaron, when did you find out about Barbie and what was her impact on your life? I don't remember exactly when. Like, um, she has always kind of been there, I feel like. I don't know. She, her presence has just kind of always been in my life. Like I've always known that she was just like an important icon. Um, and I don't know. I feel like from whenever I think of her in my childhood, I just remember, I don't know, just like good feelings. Like, um, just like, I don't know, like almost as if she's like real, like I really hold her in the regard of like all the people like I really admired back then, like Brittany almost. I remember in a way I kind of like, um equal like equal equated them both like um they're both just two like beautiful blonde girls who just like are living their dream right so i've always just seen her i don't know with just like good positive memories oh yeah absolutely when did you start collecting do you remember the first barbie you ever got Mm, the first barbie i would say basically it was a mermaid fantasy uh 2002 pink hair and um i remember you know back when kb toys i don't know if you remember that yeah but we had at the mall and i just remember like um just seeing like all the toys like action figures and the dolls and just being really in love with them and i remember in like 2002 i saw mermaid fantasy and i was like oh my gosh this is the greatest thing ever like i just loved the designs i um especially you know barbie and her friends kayla and christy and so I remember on Christmas, uh, I got her and I think I just wore her out. Like, I don't think there was anything left of that doll. <laughs> How many dolls do you think you have? <laughs> I don't know. I've been asked this question before and I don't know an exact number, especially because I have dolls in so many different ways. Like I have the ones on display. I have the ones in boxes. I have 
them in parts, like heads, bodies everywhere. Um, I think I tried counting the ones I have maybe on display, and those are around like 200. So then adding extra bodies and heads and stuff, because I have a box of a bunch of heads, I'd say maybe like 300. Nice. Yeah. I ask every person that I've had on so far about how many dolls they have, and they always have pretty much the same answer. And I'm like, I haven't even counted mine. I don't know why I'm asking people this, because I don't know how many I owned. It's definitely in the hundreds. What are your thoughts on Barbie as an icon? Why do you think she's so iconic? And why do you think she's had such an impact on pop culture? I think because she basically just represents, like I said before, like positivity, but she also represents imagination like i think in the world of barbie their like imagination is limitless you can be anything you want to be like i remember when i was a kid it was always being the commercials like be who you want to be barbie girl and it was it just basically inspires you to just i don't know just be yourself like to whatever you set your mind to it just be that like wherever you want to work whatever you want to do who you want to be how you want to express yourself whether it's in fashion or and life like I just think Barbie really um captures that especially for um little girls I think Uh, she's always going to be an icon like she's never going to die you know because there's always a Barbie for every person every little girl every kid yeah especially now I mean the new Barbies I I would say their quality is not as great as they used to be but their message and the just amount of diversity in Barbie is just incredible. I think they've done such a such a good job of just revamping her and putting her out there in so many different new ways. It took a while, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm so glad they do because every time I go to the store like Target or Walmart or whatever, I always check out the Barbie aisle and there's just always something new that I haven't seen before, which I think is really cool. One thing I wanted to ask you is most of the guests that I've had on are men. Um, you know, obviously I am a man. Um, why do you think Barbie has such an impact on men that collect her? What do you think, what do you think about Barbie attracts us to her so much? Mm, I don't know. I think like, like I said, like there, um, I don't know. She just makes you feel safe in a way. She makes you feel, um, I guess Barbie as a person makes you feel like, um, like, Basically, you can just, you know, do what you want. And it's, it's close. Like, dude, I mean, especially when I was growing up, there's a lot of, you know, like stigma, like little boys. And I think to this day, obviously, little boys, you know, feel like they can't play with dolls. And uh, when you see Barbie, who's basically like, um, she's like a grown-up representation of doing what you want, then that kind of inspires you to, um, you know, collect Barbie dolls. Um Basically, what was I gonna say? Um, I think that, um, I don't know, she's just really pretty. I think <laughs> it's all aspect of it, like it's uh, eye candy, especially for people who like to see pretty things. Um, you know, it's she's just un- well, at her best, she's you know, she's pink, she's fun, she's glamorous, and I think that's something that we don't see in a lot in our life like it's a lot of fantasy and uh it just inspires you to do what you want whether it's fix her hair uh dress her clothes basically use your imagination to see what you want to um bring to life with barbie yeah totally i think also um barbie took a lot of shit 
And it really inspired me that she would, she just kept coming out and kept, you know, staying relevant. And I, I think that's really important. So why, why do you think Barbie is such a media target? Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. Um, I've been thinking about this and I think it's because um, society, I think to begin with, because we live in like a patriarchal society and there's so much misogyny against women. I think that sometimes a woman who is like so just um, confident and uh, pretty and just like accepts herself, I think sometimes that's seen like as a threat to the system. And I think especially um, because I think in society when we see a woman who is confident and feels like basically she doesn't need a man and she's doing everything because she wants not because of a man's approval, validation, or to attract them, right? Because there are so many guys that think, oh, yeah, women just get pretty to attract us. And I feel like when you see someone like Barbie who represents that, just doing you, like that's um, when I think society teaches us to like basically just pound on them and bring them down and find any little flaw you can to kind of like demonize them. Like, you know, they come up with all these, all these, you know, conspiracies and stuff on Barbie, like, you know, that she's um, harmful to little girls that um, she has an impossible body and that she encourages anorexia and to be like a dumb blonde and people buy into that because, you know, you hear something repeated so much, even if it's a lie that you start to believe it. Absolutely. And doing my, I mean, I already knew quite a bit about Barbie, but I did a lot of research for this. And I was just like, these people are so, everyone that has something negative to say about Barbie to me is just an ignorant person because I feel like they focus on the negative and they don't actually look at her purpose, which is creativity and imagination and being your own person. And do I mean, Barbie gets her jobs on her own. You know, no one's giving her these jobs. Barbie is choosing to be a doctor. Barbie is choosing to be an astronaut. She is choosing to wear whatever she wears. And I just think it's really sad that people like to ignore that and then just focus on one little thing, like the way she's shaped. And they don't even look into the fact that Barbie is shaped the way she is because she is going to have so many jobs and so many costumes. And, you know, if they shaped, if they shaped her differently, it just wouldn't work the same way. You know, a lot of people I've talked to have been like, well, like, look at her neck. It's 16 feet long. And I'm like, okay, well, she also has a, you know, to wear an astronaut helmet tomorrow. So it makes sense why she's shaped the way she is. And it's unfortunate that these people really like to, focus on the negative it's just it's ridiculous to me yeah i definitely see that a lot like people will say something like the neck and i didn't find out until a few years ago that i yeah, it's basically because of proportions then obviously a neck in beauty is a thing like having a high neck like audrey hepburn or like um uh like the egyptians and stuff but also um because um yeah just of proportions like uh, us humans we don't really have long necks right so on dolls, it trans, it's like when you're putting like a necklace, a scarf, and the doll just ends up looking like this. So, so yeah, when yeah. you're adding coats, when you're adding a shirt, um, just doll proportions work differently. And I think people just need to know that. 
Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's also like, hello, this is a doll. Like, she's not a real person. I know we put a lot of human qualities onto Barbie, but she's a doll. Your child playing with this doll, no matter how long or short her neck is, no matter how big her boobs are, no matter how small her waist is, it is not going to affect the way your kid grows up. So I just think people take it way too far with her. Yeah, it's definitely a bunch of adults putting um, insecurities, like their own insecurities and personal biases on this doll, on like this little kid. Like, I can't really imagine a little kid like looking at this doll and saying, oh, yeah, you know what, I'm skinny. I mean, representation is important, of course. I think it's really important yes. um, in terms of race and um, and just like the visibility. But they're not, I don't think they're going to, you know, say, oh my gosh, I need to be skinny and my waist needs to be like um, 20 inches. Like, no, I think that's, adults who end up telling kids these things and then they might see it in barbie but again it's just i don't know like a bunch of people putting their insecurities on a doll because like you said it's a doll it's um supposed to be fancy it's just not yeah real. <laughs> like if, like the reason we um gravitate towards barbie is because um she can just do stuff that we don't see in real life she can wear these amazing gowns and do these amazing jobs she's like an object of fantasy and beauty of course and sometimes beauty is going to be exaggerated and that's okay totally and it's like also like people will find a problem with anything even i mean i think all the fashionista stuff is awesome like what a great move but even with that people will find a problem oh she's not curvy enough or oh finally barbie puts out a curvy barbie but i can't find her anywhere yeah because people are buying it like you got everyone needs to chill (laughs) yeah definitely like uh Going back to your point, when you had brought up the diversity and everything that's happened with Barbie, I think it's amazing, honestly. I still see so many com- people complain that, like, oh, Barbie's gone down. Her quality's awful. And I, I do definitely agree and have concerns with a lot of the quality. But, like I say, like, my collection has never been more diverse like, ever. I've never had so many, like, options for skin tones, for heads, for hairstyles than, like, in 2016 when they decided to... Uh, basically just do all this um, like inclusion because I remember before it was really hard to find um, a black doll or a different tone doll basically it was only Barbie like we're talking for kids because for collectors there were more of those options but they're still super rare those dolls would like sell out they would make them in little numbers and you'd have a hard time finding them so especially for little kids um, it'd be so hard to find a doll that was I don't know like um darker than a paper bag yeah totally fortunately like things have changed and yeah the quality is a little bit dipped but i think they're really just playing into the fact that these dolls are supposed to be played with so i i mean for me the quality dip isn't that much of a big deal i think it's a much bigger deal that they've made an effort to expand barbie's universe and make her so inclusive of just anything Mm -hmm. what is your favorite barbie era I would say probably the early 2000s because that was my era, like, as a childhood, like, in childhood. Um, I don't know. I just think a lot of great things were going on. Like, maybe it might have been dating a bit because the 90s was so huge um, in terms of Barbie. I think that, um, I think the late 80s, early 90s was what really defined Barbie, like, in pop culture, like, the pink, big, everything. Um, but I think she's still trying to find her way. Of course, the 2000s were um, 
you know, it was a huge cultural shift. Um, but still, I think Barbie was, you know, holding her own. Um, and yeah, just with like the beautiful dolls that I would see in stores, the movies, the Barbie movies that came out, I think, I don't know, I think it was a really nice era. And when I think of it, I get so happy and uh, it just brings back so much nostalgia. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love the 90s Barbies because that's what I had. Um, I, and I feel like that's probably common with most people. The era that they're drawn to is like, you know, what they had as a kid. And um, yeah, the 2000s were a huge shift, you know. And oh my gosh, Barbie has some, I didn't, I did not know this, but Barbie has something like 40 movies made of her. And I had no idea. That's crazy. Um and then, I mean, we already talked about, you know, what keeps her relevant in 2022, and that is really just her diversity and the way they've expanded the brand. Mm-hmm. So now I want to talk about your Instagram account and what inspired it, because your Instagram is so cool. I'm so inspired by you. I think you are one of the first uh, one of the first Instagram accounts I followed when I started my doing my mm-hmm. Britney dolls. And, like, I would never, ever compare my Britney dolls to what you do. It is incredible i don't know how you have the patience or the time for it <laughs> but it it they're seriously and i'd love to talk to you more about that but it, it's seriously amazing so what inspired you to do that well first of all thank you so much like um i just want to say thank you for your beautiful words um and yeah i'm also a fan of your work of course i think that you've especially grown so thank much you. um in terms of like your your Britney dolls and like they just keep getting better and better and it shows by thank you um so what inspired me was basically um yeah like I don't know my journey to Instagram first it started on Flickr um I don't know if you were ever on Flickr but we had like a doll community um and we would just uh, just post pictures and it was like really small but it was still a really nice way to, to express myself um it was, I would say in a way, still the same. The idea was the same, like doing my interests, Disney, Barbie, um, Britney, of course, um, and just like my favorite things. But then it was, I think, in 2015 in summer um, when I started on Instagram. And I just felt like it was going to be like a whole new world. Like, um, like I did, like it just had to be done. And yeah, like... Um, uh, I think I've definitely grown a lot and I'm really proud of the work I've done. Um, and I don't know, just like, again, it's the same ideas. Like if you look at my older work and the same, it's like, um, like just expressing the same and my love for pop culture and, um, yeah, just trying to, I guess, I don't know, go higher and higher. When did you start getting into customizing dolls? It's definitely something I always wanted to do. Um, I would also collect action figures. Before I really like devoted myself to collecting dolls, uh, I just always loved the idea of just like having a vision and then bringing it to life, like with your own hands or your own imagination. And uh, when I started with dolls, um, it would pretty much just be like little tweaks, right? Like um, changing a hairstyle or adding something to a dress. Um, and then I think it was in 2000. 2014 I think uh, I bought like my first paints and I would experiment and change like eyes or like lip color and I think by the end by <coughs> late 2014 I think I did my first repaint which is like on a Rapunzel doll and 
Yeah, and I would do that, and then like little by little, I would start doing. Um, I would start just customizing them, like making a star I wanted, or like trying to like improve a doll, like a Britney doll or like a Taylor Swift. And then I think it was by 2017 when I started rerouting and repainting, and I remember that year was really, um, I think, like big for me, like in terms of like um, growing as an artist, because I remember I did Lana Del Rey. I did um, Kylie Jenner, Ariana Grande, and then after that, just continued. Is there a particular custom doll that you're most proud of or that is your favorite that you've ever done? I actually have her right here. Um, It's this one, um, uh, Teresa uh, from the telenovela. And um, she was just like a doll I always wanted to do. The telenovela came out in 2010, right? And it was just... um, like, um, I don't know, a show that I always really loved. And for some reason, it's had to be a doll because in telenovelas, like, they always dress them up, like, basically Barbies, mm-hmm. like, her <laughs> shoe Um, Like, Barbies, they um, have big hair and makeup, and Teresa such an interesting character. And I remember in 2020, I just, for some reason, I just had to, had to bring it to life and, like, this whole telenovela thing. And I don't know, I think... I don't know, she's like a good luck charm. She's brought a lot of great things into my life because I think it helped me connect with like my um, Latin public, which is something I always wanted to do. And I remember it just went crazy viral, like when <laughs> when I published it, like on Facebook, on everywhere. And the actress even got to see it and she follows me. And that was amazing. Wow. Like, that was just like huge. Well, she is beautiful. Um, I have a... Had a couple dolls that have allegedly gotten to Britney. Really? Yeah, I cannot confirm it. I know that her husband did get two of them. If those dolls actually got to Britney, I don't know. But he did post them on like his Instagram stories. I don't know. I feel like maybe that might freak her out a little bit. You know, Britney has been through so much that I could imagine that having little mini figures of her like kind of freaks her out. But that one did, those two did allegedly get to her. And then um, a family friend also got one and said they sent it to her. So I don't know. Um, I don't expect anything from it, but that's kind of cool to know. I mean, I don't think Britney Spears is ever going to follow me on Instagram, though. Um, you Never say never. Um, yeah, you just don't know. I think Britney's barely, I don't know, getting into just like getting control of herself. Uh, yeah, or not herself, but her um her you know instagram the way she talks to us to the public so um i think she's barely she's still finding her way to i guess talk to the fans and stuff but that sounds amazing i really do hope that um that she's had them in her hands and um you say it might freak her out i always think that i always think like um if i'm making something with a celebrity like will they say oh that's kind of weird or that's kind of freaky because i think um you know dolls still have this stigma right like, like, oh, like, it's a creepy doll. It's going to, like, come back. <laughs> yeah. um, which is another great thing, by the way. Like, just, like, showing my work, I see how much people see it as an art form and just how much dolls mean to people. Like, people love seeing, um, you know, these, like, creations and these, like, um, like something they love in, like, such a small form, especially something, like, um, that can, I don't know, bring them back to childhood. Absolutely. 
And part of me like really hopes that, you know, Sam Ashgari posting it was like her way of being like, I saw it, you know? So I'm just like, oh, I hope so. But I mean, I've worked really hard. I've made like 600 of them. I hope she's seen them. You know, I would like to think that she would think of it as an art form too. But Britney is Britney. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think she's seen weirder things. She's seen crazy So I don't think a doll would really freak oh, yeah. her out. I think especially because she's shown her like her love of dolls and how she even collects some of them. I think she'd be, you know, okay with them. I still can't believe just how much Britney dolls were made. Oh my God. I did. So <laughs> obviously I've had like 600 of them roll through my house um, and just did a bunch of research on them. They, there was like 40, 40 to 50 different, Britney dolls made and that's not even including variations and all all the stuff that they just threw together because they were trying to push stock out but yeah it's crazy how many different Britney dolls there are um I don't have all of them um I I I stick to the I have I have a bunch from when I was a kid and I had no discipline I took those out of the box and played with them um as as an adult I collected the slim box ones um and so I, I think I have all of those, but I, I cannot get into the rest of them because I'm already just getting Britney dolls sent to my house every single fucking day. <laughs> so I, I can't even step into that world. Um, since we're talking about Britney, so aside, well, which, which Britney dolls do you have? Do you have any? I assume so. I've seen some of your customs. Yes. I have um, all the music video ones. I can say um, all the but I have one from each music video. And I have some of the performing ones as well, like from the uh, performing for you and some of the grails, like the purple jumpsuit and the um, live from Las Vegas one. But eventually I just decided like it was becoming too much. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just focus on the music video dolls. And so I let those go. Um, I'm sure they're in good homes. I know the, the, the purple jumpsuit one I sold and the eldest one went to a really big fan. So that made me happy. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's just the music video. But like you said, yeah, the fact that there's a variation for like, you know, like three, four different boxes of the red cat suit and the stronger outfits and all those. And it's like all those dolls and they never even made like overprotected or alive or which one? Uh, Dream Within a Dream. Like, I, I read that they were they were going to do the dream within a dream, but obviously things had just changed too much with Britney and all that stuff, so they didn't end up getting them mm-hmm. out. Um, that purple jumpsuit one is so hard to get, and let me just tell you, I this is just a fun fact. I actually got that one on eBay for seventeen dollars, brand new, like so amazing because you know someone listed it and had no idea what they were doing, and it's like one <laughs> one of my biggest achievements. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> so since we just talked about Britney, like aside from Barbie, tell me about what other dolls you collect. What are some of your other favorites? Um, a big, definitely big part of my collection, I think be the Disney dolls, like the Disney. Um, that's kind of how I started on Flickr. I would do like uh, Disney princesses and that's how I started on Instagram. I think that's really helped grow my, uh, grow my page just of uh, my the work I would do with them and I have so many friends in the Disney community um, but yeah and Ariel of course 
Yeah. Oh my god. Ariel is the first doll I ever got. The mm-hmm. um the little Tycho one. Mm-hmm. I still have her. I had a bunch of those. Ariel is like Disney Queen of Pop. And those lim those limited edition Ariels are fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever stood in line, you know how I mean Disney stores are really going going yeah. out right now, which sucks. But yeah. Um, the only time I ever stood in line to go get one of those was like the one, I think it was two summers ago where they did Ariel and Vanessa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, and so I wanted, Van- I want, yes, I wanted Vanessa so fucking bad, but, um, they only got two of them. They only got two <laughs> Vanessas to the store. How my store was, um, I had gotten Vanessa from the convention, like the exclusive one they made, but no, I can't even imagine like. Yeah, I think every store pretty much just got two. And I think I was like sixth or seventh in line. So I can imagine if I wanted it, like we wouldn't have had a chance. Yeah, well, I watched someone walk out with them and I was like, but I got Ariel. And that one is like one of my favorite dolls ever. I just recently got that new one, their new limited Ariel. I, did, I wasn't really that impressed with that one. Uh, which one? Uh, the, the, the designer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one was, um, it was weird. The whole line is weird. Yeah, and they're not, I don't think they're selling that well, or they just made too many of them, because, like, it wasn't, I, like, I got that one when it came out, thinking, like, oh, my God, I have to get this right now, and, like, I think it, like, up until a couple weeks ago, it was still available. Yeah, um, I still don't know if any of them have sold out, like, I just think, I don't know what's going on. Like you said, I think they do. They did make a lot of them for sure. They overproduced them, but also they're just like I don't know, like weird designs. Like um, I, I don't know. I feel like people aren't really buying them, and which is just crazy because yeah, they would always sell out. Especially Ariel. Ariel would always be gone within hours, if not the hour. So the fact that she didn't sell out is very surprising. So. Do you think Barbie will ever go out of style? No, I don't. I think that she's just like an icon for all time, especially because she can't die. Like, she's always going to find a way to um, basically, you know, get with the times to reflect um, what's going on and the kind of modern woman. Because that's how she's always been since the 60s. She's always reflected with woman and... Um, like her ambitions and stuff so I think even you know in a hundred years I think she'll still be around and probably wearing what um, the kids or the women of that time are wearing as well yeah um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about and I'm sure you have an extensive knowledge about Barbie's past but like Mattel is like brutal so I was I was (laughs) first of all like the whole Bratz doll thing was crazy to me i had i mean i always knew that brats like came in to take over barbie's world and i think they were somewhat successful with that in the beginning but i had no idea like the amount of lawsuits that were filed between those two companies with that do you and like and now brats are making a little bit of a comeback what like did you have a brats doll were you into those i actually did like brats and i still um i am and i still have a lot of love for them uh, because also in my childhood, they were definitely very present since they first came out. Um, um, I actually did have a, a, a few brats. Um, 
but as an adult they didn't really follow me like into like adult collecting right now i have very few but i still have a lot of love for the brand and just for like um just like the presence they had in my childhood same with barbie yeah i uh i just talked to i'm sure you follow her nina nina kimberly the dolly collector on um gosh she was so much fun to talk to and i actually got my first bratz doll (laughs) after i talked to her because they're at target right now so that was really cool i never had one when i think when bratz came out i was kind of transitioning out of barbie world just for a little bit um i was more into the britney doll obviously um and like spice girls but i finally got one so that was really cool and then um do you know anything about Gem and the Holograms? Um, ooh, very few, very, very little. Um, I never really watched Gem. Um, and um, I know the characters. I know, like, um, the lore and everything about her. But um, I don't know, just, like, not very dedicated. Um, as far as I know, like, going back to Barbie, I just know Barbie ripped her off or ripped uh was able to, I guess, beat them to the punch by with the whole Barbie and the Rockers thing. So, yeah, that's wild. Like you said, Mattel is crazy. It's brutal. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. I really, I, I really want to get one of those Barbie and the Rockers. I don't think they're even that cute, but just because, like, that is so mm-hmm. funny to me. That they, I mean, not funny, kind of fucked up, but <laughs> it's so interesting that they found out about that and just pushed that line out so quick just to... And obviously, what a hit to Gem and the Holograms because the internet, you know, didn't exist back then. So I'm sure Hasbro was pissed. <laughs> but sure. it's business, right? I don't remember who it was. I think it was one of the designers um, in one of the documentaries I saw. I think it was the Hulu one. Yeah, and she was basically just gloating about it. She was like, yeah, we found about it. We found out about it, and we just basically, you know, beat them to it. Like, we we whipped up the doll and just, like, put her out there. Yeah, and, I mean, I do respect that work ethic of them trying to keep Barbie on top, but just so shady. <laughs> I Yeah, I watched, I watched that a couple nights ago with that... I can't remember what her name is, but she was basically like, it was the best day ever. <laughs> it was, like, shady. <laughs> So, Aaron, thank you so much for being here. For anyone who is listening, where can people find you on all the different social medias? Because I know you are on all of them. Yeah, I try. Uh, if I met Aaron Malibu, um, Aaron with a double A um, and Malibu. Um, and I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok, uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook. And it's all just at Aaron Malibu. Yes, it's all the same thing. We love consistency. So everyone listening, you guys have got to, if you haven't yet, you have to go check out his stuff. It's incredible. Your photography skills are also like so top tier. Like you do some really cool things with photography with the dolls. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Learning and learning. Yeah. And hopefully I'll get to have you back on here so we could talk about Disney princesses. Sure. I'm down. I'm definitely down. Love it. Yay! So I hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Aaron. Again, check out his stuff. Amazing custom dolls, amazing photography at Aaron Malibu, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Aaron Malibu. Next time, I'm going to be talking about Bratz dolls, which is a doll line that I never had growing up. And 
wanted to learn more about, and I sure did. The drama between Bratz and Barbie is intense. You are not going to want to miss it. And after that, I'll be talking with Nina Kimberly, who is a massive Bratz fan. She's got a great collection and tons of Bratz knowledge. So I cannot wait to talk to her and keep an eye out for more episodes. I have so much I want to talk about, but... Until then, follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, or at Iconic Dollcast. You can follow me on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave me a review, tell me what you think, tell me some other doll lines you want to hear about, and I will see you guys next time. (laughs) 